That's what makes us tough. We keep a coming. We're the people that live. They can't wipe us out. They can't lick us. The change has started, and the change in Detroit is real. We're back! Yeah, yeah, yeah! yeah. Detroit, Michigan! Here, you can actually see what you do affect a great American city, and it's, it's hopefully historical comeback. Welcome to Opportunity Detroit. Hi, this is Paul W. Smith. Featuring today, Damian Rocky, CEO and co-founder of Grand Circus. Mark Hollis will be here, COO of Rock Ventures. We'll talk to Justin Craig, owner of Run Detroit. And April Anderson, pastry chef, co-owner of Good Cakes and Bakes. It's all a part of Opportunity Detroit, and it's all right now. Detroit, Michigan. As we begin Opportunity Detroit, we begin with an old pal, in a new job. We knew Mark Hollis for years at Michigan State University as the fine athletic director. He left some time ago. He joined Dan Gilbert. And now he has yet another new job as chief operating officer for Rock Ventures. Congratulations, Mark Hollis. Another feather in your cap, as they used to say. Well, thanks, Paul W. I think the one thing, uh, whether at Michigan State uh, or now fortunate to be down here working with with Dan, Jay, and uh, all the fine team members at Rock Ventures is the passion uh, for the city of Detroit, for Southeast Michigan, has has always remained the same. And and I really get a chance and opportunity now to uh, to work with the folks of Detroit uh, to be part. You know, I live down here, I work down here, and. Uh, play down here so it's it's very much in my fiber and I, I you know I have a great amount of passion for what DG and and uh, Jay have given me the opportunity to do well I'm sure that uh, Jay Farner and Dan Gilbert are are thrilled with that otherwise you wouldn't be getting these uh, promotions that you're getting and it's because of your enthusiasm and frankly your ability to continue the obvious momentum we have in Detroit and I know that's very important to you it really is, and you know, part of that momentum is uh, many of the companies that that I get the opportunity to work with uh, across the board. Many know about Rocket Mortgage, uh, StockX, and and beyond. But the the folks at at various, and we have well over a hundred companies that um, were were creating platforms for to work together and 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 tie threads in ways that that bring value uh, to residents of Detroit, that bring value to other businesses that that are outside. Um, the group that we have the chance to work with. And then you bring in the Sports Commission, which brings kind of my, my past life back into uh, to what I'm doing today and just adds some of that vibrancy from, uh, from a variety of things that we can do uh, across the city. So it's, it's kind of this new palette that, that I get an opportunity to work with and, and, uh, and really enjoy uh, the opportunities that we have down here. Mark Hollis, the new Chief Operating Officer for Rock Ventures. Tell us a bit more. Uh, for those who don't know about the Detroit Sports Commission, well, the Detroit Sports Commission is very, very young relative to others. Um, Indianapolis has had had one in place for decades, and um, Dave Beach now and Claude Molinari do a, an excellent job of <clears throat> of running that that organization. Uh, the board is made up of just tremendous leaders um, from across across the city, uh, sports franchises as well as as uh, corporate businesses and leaders that can make a difference and and the momentum is the piece that we're really working on um 
you know, Bud Bud Denker and Roger Roger Penske and the move uh, of the Grand Prix downtown is something that is going to connect a great uh, great sports event that attaches to to our city maybe more so than others because of our, our history. And to have that back downtown and the opportunities that creates, that's that's a component the Sports Commission has leaned into to to elevate and, and bring additional support to the great work that, that they do over at Penske. Um, we also have conversations constantly um, with the NCA, with the Big Ten, uh, with, with the NFL, about things that really fit in this city and, and can become uh, a gathering point uh, for residents of Detroit. So as you see, the NCAA wrestling championships come in here in the, in the not-so-distant future. Division II golf championships will be in the city this year. Uh, things like that um, are building that momentum for, for stages that are a little bit bigger. Um, NCAA regionals, uh, you know, we're going after uh, the NFL draft as something that we believe would fit this city extremely well. Um, but as you do it, you don't just have the event you branch off of that of what's the value for Detroit retail? What's the value for Detroit uh, corporations? People like to live, work, and play where there are those exciting, exciting moments. And it's bigger than just getting the event. It's what you do with that event once you get it. And um, those are the things that uh, I feel like I, I put myself in and, and kind of help uh, not only those sports organizations, but help the businesses that, that thrive down here in, in Detroit. Well, I think, too, it shows our opportunity, Detroit listeners here on WJR, Mark Collis, that that with the Detroit Sports Commission, you're very concerned about so much more than, and I don't mean this to, to make it lighter, but than just the Rocket Mortgage Classic. That's huge. There's no question that's huge on the national and international stage. But it shows that you're interested in far more of that kind of activity, uh, much more uh, for Detroit that has nothing to do with the Rocket Mortgage Classic. No, I think, and I think that's a great point that you make, and, and I take it one step further, that it's, it's not just about the big NFL event or not just about the great things that, that Mike Dietz and the folks are working at Oakland Hills to, to elevate the USGA events out there. It's about bringing in uh, youth volleyball, bringing in the, the Special Olympics uh, United Cup, which is a, is a global soccer event. There are things that are coming to Detroit on a more frequent basis that allow folks to put eyeballs on our city. And in most cases, most every case, they walk away with a fresh new perspective of what Detroit's all about. And that's what these gatherings can really create. In the Rocket Mortgage Classic, it was important to have CBS and some of the tour players stay right down here in the heart of Detroit, whether it's at the Westin or the Shinola Hotel, because we wanted them to experience that, and then and we're proud of it. And, and then walk away and be able to talk about it with others and rather than have, you know, one person see it, a thousand people are seeing it by that narrative that they take away. Mark Hollis is Chief Operating Officer for Rock Ventures. Just before coming on the air, uh, you mentioned kind of the excitement of uh, new things happening, new people coming, etc. You mentioned workshop and pencil. Can you fill me in a little more on that? Sure. D. Wayne Edwards, um, just an unbelievable individual who, who designed uh, footwear for Nike, <clears throat> has a, an academy out in, in Portland called the Pencil Academy, which is a shoe design. He, he has lifted his, his home, lifted his, his profession, moved to Detroit, but not only moved to Detroit, attached it to Lewis College of Business, um, which was an HBCU. Um, it was dormant. 
he brought it back to life, the first HBCU that was ever brought back to life, um, and in no better state than, than here in Michigan, no better city than here in Detroit. It's an academy that's aligned with the College of Creative Studies, and the great thing about it is you've taken almost three different organizations, merged them together to create um, opportunities, to create hope um, for Detroiters that can learn a whole new um, industry right here. You know, design is kind of becoming a new trend here in, in Detroit. When you attach footwear and, and apparel and, and the work that Dwayne has done in the past, it, it's incredible. And then you shift to music and, and Motown and the excitement and the history that music has had here. Uh, che Pope is, is one of the great producers, um, a Grammy Award-winning uh, producer. And, and like Dwayne, he has moved to Detroit. He has made uh, music the goal. And it's a different type of platform that he is he's delivering to artists that really put um, the rudder in the hand of, of the artist versus the, um, the big business. Um, kind of controlling the artists. And, and the hopes there are we not only attract um, great talent to Detroit, but we retain some of the talent that comes out of, out of Detroit and the surrounding areas to continue their craft here. So they're two great examples of, of individuals that, that aren't from Detroit, that saw the value, that moved here, uh, and are creating very high-level high level platforms in, in both music and design. Excellent. It's all good news. We do want to keep that uh, momentum uh, continuing. And in fact, with that thought, Mark, uh, if you have time, I'd like you to stay on with us. We'll take a quick break and come back with uh, Damian Rocky, who is CEO and co-founder at Grand Circus, this great uh, Detroit tech company and all the plans that they have. And you know a lot about that and their new foundations program partnership with Apple. And I can you stick around, Mark? That would be great, and, and the, the work they do, you know, I've had the opportunity to introduce uh, Damien to a few folks around uh, General Motors and others. The work they do is at the core. They're not only geographically at the core, they're physically at the core of, of Detroit being the tech hub of the Midwest, and, and they deliver so much great talent to, to companies, not only within Rocket, but beyond. And, and I look forward to joining that conversation and listening in and, and learning more from Damien. So thank you. And no pun intended, though they're welcome here when you talk about Apple and the core. But we'll <laughs> we'll just think about that for a moment as we take a break and come back in just a moment as we continue on Opportunity Detroit. Following our great conversation with Mark Hollis, I've asked uh, the chief operating officer for Rock Ventures to stay with us because he knows a lot about this next topic. And uh, we welcome back to Opportunity Detroit, Damian Rocky, who is CEO and co-founder at Grand Circus. And uh, Damian, it's nice to have you back on Opportunity Detroit. Thanks, Paul W. It's always great to be here. Thanks for having me. Can you tell us about uh, Grand Circus's new foundations program and the partnership with Apple? I'd love to. So, well, firstly, Grand Circus, you know, we've been been at it in Detroit for about nine years now, and and. Fundamentally, at our core, we, we believe that a tech career is something that, that should be accessible for anyone. Um, and so, you know, over the last nine years, as I mentioned, we've helped around 3,000 people launch a career in software development. And so it was, it was around that spirit of creating access that we partnered with Apple. And, and in terms of this particular partnership, we've developed a, a four-week uh, foundation program, which... Uh, will expose Michiganders to a career in the app economy, you know, which is obviously what Apple is all about. And 
the the people that are going to be involved in this are going to be involved uh, and and one of the things that has come up for listeners that may not know what an iOS application even is you can simply tell us that sure so well iOS stands for iPhone operating system and it's it's essentially the the software that powers Apple products like the iPhone and iPad um, you know I've sometimes heard it referred to as the brain of the device and you know the thing about iOS is that it's it's the world's second most widely installed operating system and you know it's a lot of a lot of people interact with it every day when they use their phones and, and don't even realize it you know uh, what you'll find uh, Mark Hollis is that oftentimes as the interviewer you know the answer to the question you're about to ask, but I did ask you to be a part of this interview, so I better let you ask a couple of questions right here. Well, for me, the the easy part when when asked to introduce uh, Grand Circus to others, uh, other businesses, it's an easy task because, like you just said, I know the the answer before I'm I'm dropping it on. But I'd like to ask, you know, Damian, when when you're talking to companies uh, about uh, the students that, that you put through the program, what, is, what are the conversations that you have um, with a company that's, that has them look at, at your output, has them look at your students? How do you, how do you demonstrate to them the value? And, and I know those that, that use your students know the answer to that question, but if it's someone new, um, what are you telling them that, that when you get someone from Grand Circus, this is what you're getting? Another great question, Mark. So I think that you know what what we we tell companies and and what we try to to develop in our students is first and foremost, um, you know, people that can hit the ground running. You know, when when I, when they start in a, in a dev role, and so what we do is we we spend a lot of time developing curriculum that develops very relevant skills. You know, in our students and in our programs, we we have an approach that is very hands on, very practical. So. Again, we're trying to simulate what it's like to work on a real dev team, and so you know that's 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 one message that we communicate to employers and the prospective students. And then, and then the other thing that we do is we spend a lot of time helping our students get ready to get a job. So we teach them how to interview. Um, you know, we help them develop their LinkedIn profile, their resume, all of that. So you know, when students are presented to employers, they really shine. And, and I think the employers that we work with really you know appreciate that. If I could, if I could ask one more question, uh, Paul W., if you will allow, um, I would you're like. You're the boss. You know, when you talk- hey, you're the boss here. You ask <laughs> as many questions as you want. Oh, I always ask. I always ask permission of you. Um, as you look at at the students that are coming through, and you look at Detroit. You know, Detroit is a very diverse. Um, I, I think we have uh, residents that come from more than 120 different countries. But the diversity is that. Um, something that is seen within Grand Circus with the students that are in the program? Yeah, another really good question, Mark. So, uh, you know, you're right. Detroit is an incredibly diverse uh, city. Um, Unfortunately, tech hasn't traditionally been very diverse. And if you look at, you know, the share of, um, you know, or the the representation of of people of colour and women, it's generally been, you know, well below um, those segments of representation in the general population. So, you know, Grand Circus, that's always been you know, a core focus of us, you know, as I mentioned up front, you know, we're trying to create access to as many folks uh, as possible. And so, you know, you look at the general sort of tech economy and maybe 5% of developers are black, you know, at Grand Circus, around 40, 45% of our classes, you know, have, have students of color in them. And, and we have around 40 to 45% of our students are women. So um, it is definitely something that's important to us and, and you know, 
something that we constantly focus on, um, you know, as being sort of a tech trainer. Damien Rocky is CEO and co-founder at Grand Circus, a fine Detroit tech company that's been around since 2013. But this new relationship with Apple is very exciting for sure. But 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 I do understand there is an Apple Developer Academy in Detroit. Is this this isn't the same thing, is it? It's not the same thing, and, and Mark can, can speak to this since he was pivotal in, in, in getting this up and running. But So the, the Developer Academy <clears throat> is a 10-month program. I, I say it's not the same thing, and we're not directly affiliated, but we, we share the same spirit. Um, so the Developer Academy is a 10-month program that you know is trying to uh, expose you know, folks to what it's like to work in, in the app economy. The foundation workshops that we're putting on are a much smaller version of that. They're a month long, and so... Um, you know, we like to think that, you know, if you're not sure about taking the academy and, and investing that amount of time, then, you know, the foundation workshop is a really great way to, to see if it's for you. And then potentially you could go on and take, you know, a much longer program. Yeah, I would add along with that, you know, there's, there is such a need for talent um, that both of these are working very much in collaboration because they know that that demand is there. And, and that's what, what comes out. The great thing about the Apple Developer Academy is it's linked uh, to Michigan State University and to the great work they do up there in the colleges of business and engineering and communications and, and adds uh, to the environment down here that, that we're all searching for. So uh, it was great to see, and, and that was one of the first questions that we had was to Damien of, of what, does this, what does this look like and the openness um, to have that happen alongside and flank. It's, uh, you know, if, if you stay small, you're going to stay small. And, and the ability to think bigger and, and for Damien to think bigger, for Apple to think bigger, and to understand that as we grow as a tech hub in the Midwest, we are going to need that continued pipeline of, of talent here in Detroit. And that's that's the greatness of having both of these side-by-side side, um, delivering great talent to the city of Detroit. Sure. And beyond. And, and beyond. Right. And, and with that thought in mind as well, uh, we know that like Google and uh, it, it, it is in, interested in hiring your graduates, but more than just big tech companies want to hire Grand Circus graduates. Uh, expand on that a bit, Damien. Yeah, so it, it's interesting. You know, technology has disrupted you know pretty much every industry, and and will continue to do so. And and so, you know, I think a lot of companies now view themselves as as tech companies. Um, you know, if you think of Rocket Mortgage, for example, you know, I've heard Dan Gilbert refer to Rocket Mortgage as an IT company that writes mortgages. So, you know, the, the thing that's happening is is because companies are so reliant on tech, you know, talent, uh, programs or software developers are in increasing demand, and, and, and that doesn't look like waning at any point. So, um, and, and, and as I mentioned up front, I mean, I think that's one of the reasons that, you know, if you take a Grand Circus boot camp, you know, you know you're going to be in demand when you, when you, when you come out of the program. Um, because there is such a strong demand in, in the uh, sort of the workforce right now. Final thoughts from Mark Hollis here uh, in the final minute or so that we have. Yeah, I think it'd be you know important to ask how, how do you get how do you get into the program? Are there requirements uh, age wise, degree wise? Um, what does it take to to become a a participant in one of the boot camps at Grand Circus? Well, if if you want to take a, a boot camp, um, there aren't many requirements other than, you know, you need to be sort of 18 years old uh, or, or older. And, and beyond that, just, you know, have a, an interest in technology and really be willing to work hard and, and learn. It's really that simple. 
in terms of the Apple program, um, similar sort of criteria. And, and um, you know, if, if people are interested in that program, uh, the best place to learn more about it and, and to see the application is if you go to grandcircus.co forward slash Apple, uh, there'll be information there. And it's, it's a you know, fairly you know, simple process to apply. And as I mentioned, it's a month long. And, um, you know, what we do is we provide students with, you know, equipment. So you get an iPhone and, and a Mac that just helps you sort of participate in the program. So it's a pretty unique opportunity, and we'd love love people to apply. Yes. So you say 18 and older. Is there a, is there a high a high age that you've had? Like, is there a, <laughs> a people coming in that more Paul W. in my age? <laughs> you know, we don't put a cap, Mark. Um, we've had you know we've had people in their 60s take our programs. Um, you know, really looking for a third or fourth career. So there, there is no cap. So we got a chance, Paul W. We got a yeah, chance. There it is. It's all been laid out to us. Finally, I figure out what I want to do with my life. Damian Rocky, CEO, co-founder at Grand Circus, this great Detroit tech company, and Mark Hollis, Chief Operating Officer for Rock Ventures. Gentlemen, thanks for being with us as we continue on Opportunity Detroit. We welcome Justin Craig, the owner of Run Detroit. He's the co-owner of Run Detroit in Midtown Detroit. Justin originally comes from Seattle, where he worked in orthopedics, including spine specialty and later foot and ankle, with a vast knowledge in the biomechanics of running and foot and ankle injuries. Uh, He uh, opened Run Detroit in 2013. It was, they say, the first running specialty store in the city of Detroit you were I guess you were ahead of the game, Justin. Yeah, I'd say we were. Are you a Are you a big runner? Yeah, uh, myself and my business partner. I mean, that's how we really started in this uh, this adventure uh, with Run Detroit. Is we were avid runners ourselves, and in my case, where I was looking for a bit of a career change and really just focused on what brought us joy, and that was running. And, and you have a staff of people who have the same joy from running. And it sounds to me like, as this locally owned, independent, full-service running store, that you take it so seriously that the average person who just goes out and buys a pair of running shoes is maybe not necessarily doing themselves a favor. It's hard to answer that. I'd say if somebody's just trying to get started, I want them to take the easiest route possible. And if that's a matter of just pulling something out of the closet or going to a big box store where you're not really going to get any personalized service, uh, if you still get out the door and you start making forward steps towards the goal, it's not a bad way to start. All right. Or we so come in. Go ahead. Getting them started is very important, but i am got to believe that when someone uh, avails themselves of your services at Run Detroit, they're going to get kind of probably a very specialized fitting when it's when it's done by somebody who is actually paying attention to you, paying attention to your feet, and knows the dynamics, the biomechanics of running. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that is the core of our business, is uh, boiling it down to the individual, because there's no one-size-fits-all uh, answer when it comes to uh, running or walking. Um, so we really focus on that person and not just their movement patterns. We'll also take into account, what does your life look like? How can we help 
you find a way to make running or walking or movement work into your life schedule. And the whole goal is to, you know, leave with a perfectly fitting product, but also a little excitement and a bounce in your step as you get out there and start your new adventure. And, and I would suggest that your shoes and shoe fittings would be great for anyone who works out or, or spends time on their feet. Absolutely. I mean, running is our specialty. We deal with a lot of walkers, and we deal with a lot of folks like um, hospital staff on their feet for long hours, typically on concrete, and uh, we can get pretty much anybody feeling comfortable. So this next question, probably impossible, and I'll ask it anyway. Is there a favorite shoe or favorite brand? And part of your answer is probably going to be it completely depends on what it is that people are doing and maybe a little bit about their their physicality, if you will. Yes. I mean, you, you really hit the nail on the head. If you ask an individual, I certainly have a favorite shoe for myself. I have a bit of a tie for my favorite brands. Um but we try to not let that influence what we're pulling for customers. And we try to reiterate that point when people are coming in. Because you may have somebody who's experienced and you may love a particular shoe and you want your best friend to start joining you on your walk or your run. Uh, we just remind people that your shoe may not be the best for your training partner. Well, that makes sense. I can't help myself. I'm, I am still anxious to know what your favorite shoe is and what the tie is between the two favorite brands. Well, I have uh, two. There's a, a lot of super shoes out, very high-tech, fancy, fast shoes. So the uh, Saucony Endorphin Pro uh, and the Skechers Speed Freak are my two favorites at the moment. Wow, Skechers has come a long way quickly. Yes, they uh, were a bit of an underdog, and they still have a bit of a reputation to overcome. But they make some pretty killer running shoes these days. Yeah, in the beginning, in my own personal experience, Skechers didn't give me the lateral support. And this is for walking, not running. I've never been a runner. But for walking, um, I found out the hard way they weren't giving me lateral support. And I had a lot of pains in my legs that I couldn't figure out where it was coming from. And when I got different shoes with better support, that pain went away. Maybe they've sure. overcome that now. You said they've got some things to overcome. Maybe that was one of them. And a lot of brands, uh, when we start speaking about something like Skechers, it's kind of like saying Ford. And so if you were essentially in a really lightweight, sporty shoe that had a soft foam, now that can be like driving around in a sports car, when in theory we actually needed to have you in something more like an SUV. So they do make some more structured shoes as well. Uh, and that's where we come in, navigating the various models within all the brands as we're going through a fitting for the, the client. Gotcha. Where, where's the store? This uh, locally owned, independent, full-service running store, where are you located? We're on Canfield in Midtown uh, between uh, Cass and Second, a couple doors down from Motor uh, City and Traffic Jam and next door to Shinola. All right, that's easy now to find. Good. And yeah. I understand that you have some wonderful events where you uh, invite people for some free group runs. Yeah. Uh, every Saturday at 8 a.m., we have a 3, 6, and 10-mile uh, option. All levels and all paces are welcome. We have different routes that we use throughout the city, so people get to see various neighborhoods like Boston Edison or the Riverwalk or Southwest Detroit. What advice would you give to people like me 
who still have not been bitten by the running bug, who still don't feel bad that we're not running, as real runners apparently do. If if you tied them down and don't let them run, they, they start to feel bad. But what about for those of us who just think that walking is probably the perfect exercise? I would not try to change your opinion on that much. Um, if walking is your preferred movement, uh, I encourage people to continue to do that. If somebody is curious whether or not running is going to be the right um, activity for them and you're walking on a regular basis, I'd say just keep it fun. Kind of harken back to your elementary school days and maybe you'd say, I'm going to try to run to the end of the block before that light turns red. Um, Make it a little bit of a game or, you know, brace your walking partner to the ice cream shop down the street. Uh, But just have fun with it and don't make it don't make it a chore. You might have me. You, have, you might have me looking at it now. Racing hey, there's a lot of perks to running. <laughs> we definitely like our our food and drinks. So uh, rewards are an important part of this game. Yep, and I'm always told by my lovely wife Kim that uh, I can have that ice cream if I work out. If I there you go. If I run, I can have because I, I point out people that are look. They're having ice cream. Come on. Well, yeah, well, they work out every day, or they run every day, or they even walk every day. And we just found out that you only need, now, Dr. Tom Rafai told us on the morning show, you only need like 7,000 steps now, not the 10,000 we all thought we needed. 7,000 can do it. And uh, sure. it makes it much more uh, available to us to hit the goal, especially if we can go out for a 10-minute walk maybe twice a day and get that goal. That's pretty incredible. Pretty hard to deny ourselves doing something like that that we know uh, is going to uh, uh, help us live longer and uh, and a healthier life. And certainly you're on the road for that. How many miles do you run, Justin? <laughs> it, that varies a lot depending on what I'm training for, but I try to get out every other day and get a run in. Good for you. Uh, It's the full-service running store that you've been looking for, Run Detroit. You can find them at run-detroit.com, run-detroit.com, or the store there at Canfield in in Midtown. Thanks for being with us, Justin. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Paul. Enjoy that walk for some ice cream. (laughs) I'll walk fast. Justin Craig, owner of Run Detroit. We'll be back with Opportunity Detroit in just a moment. From the early age of nine, April Anderson knew she wanted to be a baker. In fact, she started making treats for her family on a regular basis. I just wonder if it was one of those easy-bake ovens or if she really was allowed to go right to the real oven and start off. And we're going to find out right now. April Anderson, pastry chef, co-owner of Good Cakes and Bakes. April, welcome to Opportunity Detroit. So was it, were you allowed near the real oven or was it like the uh, easy-bake oven? So it started off with the easy-bake oven. Um, But then when I was nine, I made my very first cake in the real oven with nobody in the kitchen by myself or my mother for Mother's Day. So that was my very first time baking by myself was I made a surprise um, Mother's Day cake for her. At the age of nine. That must have been thrilling, and it's been thrilling ever since. April attended Macomb Community College for pastry arts. Uh, Gained some knowledge on pastry techniques, artisan breads, uh, French pastries, recipe development. 
And that was beautiful. That went great. But you always wanted to open a bakery in Detroit. And come September 2013, that's what you got to do. Yes, we got to open up a bakery on the historic avenue of fashion in Detroit. And we've been loving it over there ever since. That being with your partner, Michelle Anderson. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good Cakes and Bakes has a mission. Can you tell us what that mission is, April? Yes. Our mission is to provide wholesome, organic baked goods in a welcoming, inclusive, diverse community, um, offering a living wage, as well as hiring and training returning citizens um, to the city of Detroit. That's a, that's a big bite. That's a, that's a lot. It's uh, excellent to do such uh, good, creative work and to be able to spread yeah. the wealth, having uh, your employees uh, benefiting and the community benefiting. And, uh, in fact, exactly. after, just, after just being in business uh, with Michelle a year, you captured the attention of Oprah Winfrey. Tell us about that. Yeah, so in 2014, so when we first opened, we, we used to um, bake out of a share kitchen. So we, I would get up every day at 3 o'clock in the morning, I would go bake, and then I would go to the um, bakery, to the space, and me and my mother would sell the baked goods until we closed. And because of that, we got to um, bake for Oprah Winfrey when she was doing her tour, Live the Life You Want. So we got to bake for her. She, um, Her team came to the kitchen, um, and that was a wonderful opportunity that we got to um, do. And before that, I really was the Oprah fan, but after talking with her and listening to her talk to us, I definitely had, was a believer in the Oprah effect. Wow, that's excellent. She is, a, uh, she is a remarkable human being, that's for sure. And she had to love your yeah. idea because she's always supported and promoted what you have uh, supported and promoted. Really wholesome, yeah. uh, organic, quality baked goods and and that's what the goal is to provide the most natural freshest ingredients uh, pledge to the customers to use organic and locally grown produce when available uh, people can find out more at goodcakesandbakes.com goodcakesandbakes.com but we can tell april anderson that that lines up with what oprah has liked and what she has taught many of us also to like because it's kind exactly. of we've moved in that direction from uh, from the hostess Twinkie, I remember it fondly, uh, to, to the hostess Cupcake, to now uh, things that are much better for us, much more healthful and, frankly, tastier than the stuff that many of us grew up on thinking that was great. That was the best, right, exactly. And, that's, and those are some of the reasons why we bake the way we bake is because we wanted to take people back to when your mother baked, your grandmother baked, that clean, nostalgic taste that you get from baked goods that are made with wholesome ingredients, as well as, at the time, we were teaching a community that did not really understand what organic meant and what it, how it could taste. We were teaching a community about that you can have organic, clean baked goods, and it still tastes good. Right. You know, uh, sadly, for the longest time, uh Healthy eating did not always mean good, tasty eating, but that's exactly yes. that's come that's come around. That's come a long way. Oh, definitely. There's definitely, and people are wanting to know more about where, wanting to know the story of where their ingredient is coming from, who's making the ingredients, why they're making it that way. And people have really found a way to take clean, wholesome, organic ingredients and make them taste good. 
They don't have to taste bland and unsweetened and unflavored. It can taste just as delicious as what you would get from using all type of preservatives and using ingredients that have preservatives and chemicals in them. Right. Now, remind me, April Anderson, pastry chef, co-owner of Good Cakes and Bakes, who's done great business with her partner, Michelle Anderson. Remind me, uh, you won the Rocket Mortgage Detroit Demo Day last year, and then and then you were a judge this year. Is that right? No, 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 no. So we were the, actually the inaugural winners. We won in 2017, the year that it first started. We were the inaugural uh, winners of the $200,000 prize. Uh-huh. And then this year, I was a judge for the um, program. Okay. Very good. All right. I wasn't clear on that. I'm glad you uh, <laughs> cleared it up. And uh, and the Detroit Demo Day has has impacted all of the entrepreneurs that get involved, all of the uh, community oh, yeah. in Detroit. Definitely. So not only does, not only does um, Rocket Mortgage um, Demo Days infuse capital into these businesses, but they also offer resources. So that's for us, Good Cakes and Bakes. That has been the biggest part and most beneficial to us is the resources and the connections that come after Demo Days. And it's just not for the winners. It's also for all of the finalists. If y'all need, they need help, the team at um, Rocket definitely works with people to help them connect with whatever the, they need for the next step in their business. Well, you got our attention, not just Oprah's, but ours as well. Uh, wholesome, organic, uh, providing the most natural and freshest ingredients. The pledge to your customers to do that, to use organic, locally grown produce when available. Goodcakesandbakes.com. So with that thought in mind, how can listeners place an order? So, yeah, so you can come into our store and place an order. You can order on our website, which is www.goodcakesandbakes.com. We do local delivery. We do shipping nationwide now. So there, go to our website, and you can pre-order and just pick up. Um, We have specials in the bakery um, after 4 p.m. If you come after 4 p.m. before we close, we always have specials. Um, So we are looking forward to people coming over to our space. But also, if you don't live in the area, order on our website to have it shipped to you or delivered to you. How is that? uh, That that seems like that would be kind of challenging. But I'm sure you got it all figured out by now. The shipping? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was a lot of logistics to it, but yeah, we have it down packed now. We are shipping over five hundred cakes a week right now, so we, wow. we got it we got it under, we got it together now. Yeah, wow, five hundred cakes a week. How many bakers do you have? So we have five bakers, but we actually only have one baker who does all of the overnight baking, and all she does is bake for Go Belly. So we definitely could use more bakers. So we're also hiring. So you know, send your resumes to us. Even if you have baking skills, we definitely would train people to bake. That those are the best people to to work is people who you can train to do exactly the way you need it to be done. Um, but yeah, so we have one person who bakes overnight from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. and that's all she does is bake the cakes for Go Belly because we ship through Go Belly. So she does all of the baking for that. Oh, that's wild. Goodcakesandbakes.com. April Anderson, pastry chef, co-owner of Good Cakes and Bakes. Keep up the good work, my friend. Thank you for having me on here. Oh, I always love coming and talk to you, Paul. Well, it's our pleasure always to watch you be successful. That's going to do it for Opportunity Detroit. Uh, thanks to our guest, Damian Rocky, CEO and co-founder of Grand Circus, Mark Hollis, COO of Rock Ventures, Justin Craig, owner of Run Detroit, and April Anderson, pastry chef and co-owner of Good Cakes and Bakes. 
I'll look forward to waking up with you Monday through Friday from 6 till 9 on News Talk 760 WJR. And then back next time on Opportunity Detroit. Regards, Paul W. Smith.